on radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. Got a uh, special guest in the house with us right now, man. Uh, seen him perform at the Payday LA stage. Had him out there, and it was, it was just a great time. Seen him do his thing, man. Kimbe X is in the building with me right now, man. What's happening, man? Kimbe, what's going on, bro? Uh, man, you know. No, we don't know. Up. That's why the fuck we you okay? you. Yeah, yeah stand prayed up, you know, working <laughs> Very hard, losing a lot of sleep, you know what I'm saying? Getting things done, plotting. That's a good thing, though, right? Yes, it means sir. you're busy. Yes, sir. Very busy working on this next project. So well, let's talk about the, the project that you have out right now. Yes, uh, sir. I was depressed until I made this. Yes, sir. Sounds pretty dark. Dark. <laughs> very, very dark. It Was that the intention of it, to like grab people's attention? Were you really going through some shit uh, yeah. for, for, for you to do this? Yeah, I mean, um, I... Couldn't figure out what I wanted to name the project, so I just named it after what I was going through when I made it. At the moment. Literally, yeah. So I knew it was going to be taken as dark, but I wanted it to be as honest as possible. Got you. You know what I mean? When you say, when you say like, you didn't have a title, like, is it because of you not inspired, or is it because you got too much, too many thoughts? Like, not enough thoughts or too many thoughts? Well, I just, it's, I just didn't have a title that I liked. So I, this approach, how I got this album title that I, I was depressed until I made this, was me like, I'm not finna overthink this. I've been thinking too hard, too long. Mm -hmm. I'm finna just be straightforward with this. When you say depressed, though, you mean like yeah. medically, clinically, psychologically? So I was diagnosed with depression when I was young, when I was 14. But it was more, it was like a long phase. like, And it had to do with like a lot of bad decisions I was making, um, doing drugs, drinking way too much, you know. Um... And it kind of, and also just feeling like I was getting old. Like on the song Roblox, I said, this nigga having a quarter life crisis. Crazy. Like, yeah. that's how I felt. You know what I mean? So, and it just felt honest. Like, when that, when I said that out loud, I was like, oh, this is definitely the title. Mm -hmm. Like, this is definitely the truth. And once I said it, I'm like, yeah, this is going to catch people's attention. You know what I mean? That's the, a good, that's a good thing. I mean, because it, it definitely like stops you in your tracks and it, yeah. it, it kind of, it kind of makes you want to listen to the project. Like, yeah. yo, what the fuck was he going I noticed, I noticed yeah. that, like, when, you know, the, them pages on Twitter that be announcing what's dropping on Thursday night. Like, I was seeing a lot of tweets like, I have no idea who this is, but I'm going to listen to I Was Depressed Until I Made This, just off the title. Did you have a lot of people that it, you, that they said it resonated with them, the things that you were talking so about? So many people. so Like, more people than I expected, mm -hmm. honestly, because I talk so much in detail about what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. I didn't really expect... I expected people to like the music because of, like, the quality of it and, you know, like... I've been doing this for a long time, but I didn't expect it to resonate with so many people. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I didn't have a lot of expectations, but it definitely surprised me. Do you do you feel like the like you know how people say music is their therapy and shit like mm -hmm. that? But then you also just spoke on the fact that you was doing a lot of self medicating. Yes. Yeah, so sir. for you, what's more beneficial, the music or the medicine? <laughs> Both together. If you had to pick one, um, I would say the music. Mm. I would because I wouldn't like honestly. I don't. I don't really self medicate with, if I'm not making music. You know, it's something that kind of came with being in the studio all the time. Like, it's just in the environment, and you just do that shit. It goes hand-in-hand hand almost at a certain point. I saw the uh, I saw the artwork, so yeah. that's what made me think about that. Yeah. The, the artwork for the project, it was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? The the new, the artwork, the... Yo, yeah, the, the animation? Yeah. But what about it made you think? It just, to me, it's like, I, when I'm looking at it, it, to me, it looks like medicated. It looks medicated. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's trippy. Yeah. Somebody it's dropped trippy. some acid. Trippy. Like there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's trippy. It's just, I don't do yeah. drugs, so I don't know what the lingo is. You know, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> you know, I'm an old nigga. But. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I, I had the the pleasure of being somewhat familiar with who you who you were. Mm -hmm. um, Musa sent me your music like I want to say 2015. Just okay. dropped me a link. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this dude is dope. 
didn't really, you know, pay attention to the movement or anything. But this yeah. this project, I really like, kind of dived into it and got a chance to really listen from top to bottom. So, what, what, first of all, what's the relationship with Musa, um, and how did how did you guys link up years back? Um, so Musa's my manager. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the first artist that he managed like himself um, out, outside of the label, and uh, I met him through Isaiah. I've known Isaiah Rashad for like almost ten years now. Damn. So before he got signed, or when he got signed, he called me like the day of. It was like, yo, you got to come out here and do this with me. And um, I guess my manager at the time also booked Kendrick for his first show in Illinois. Crazy. So like he knew TDE too. So like Moose was hearing my name, mm -hmm. so many different avenues. And uh, he reached out. He was like, man, I keep hearing your name. I got to see what's up. That's I came crazy. out here. It was supposed to be for two weeks. Ended up living here. Been Get the here fuck out. Since. How long was that? What yeah. was that? That was uh, like 20... 2013. About to say. Yeah, yeah wow. right. The, the week after I turned 19. That is crazy. The week after you turned. Where are you originally from? Chicago. From South, Chicago. South Holland, Illinois. Now, what's the first South thing? South Holland. Yeah, hold on. Hold you on. Know, he what's... said that very specifically yeah. as to not be confused. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That's that's my thing. I, I want to make sure that my legacy is about where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's five minutes outside of Chicago, but there is a difference. You know, what's, what's that? the difference? Yeah. It's just not. It's it's a suburb, but it's also like it's a a predominantly black suburb. Like it's hood really? shit going on. It's just not as. It's just different. You so know what I mean, one of the first things because I, I googled it. You know, I, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I nope, it. nobody I to, does. No, only only reason why I say that because a lot of people just to kind of like give comparison to out here and it's the the distance yeah. isn't the same. But a lot of artists that are from the IE. They trip yeah. out when people say they from mm. LA. They like, nah, I'm not from LA. I'm from the IE. So I'm like, well, let me see what this is about. Well, my thing, my thing with that is that in Chicago, it's kind of the opposite. You know, like people that be from the suburbs and don't claim it because it's kind of like they give you a hard time in the city about that. Mm -hmm. But once I got outside of the city, like I kind of felt like a responsibility to the South suburbs to represent it because nobody really does that. Yeah. You know, but people be from there. I'm not gonna, you know, what I'm, I'm not gonna name names, but people right. be from there, and it's not a bad but thing. But they claim, Chicago. but it, but I get it though. Also, because when you were a kid, you getting like you getting, you know, people giving you a hard time, yeah. like in many different ways from for just for being from there. You didn't ever feel like pressure to run with the Chicago flag. Absolutely, as I did. To... When I first came out, that's what I, yeah, that's what I used to say. But it was it's a very recent thing where I feel like no, I'm supposed to represent. South Hollywood. Yeah, be, hold on, hold on. Being being somebody that that is that way, right? Yeah. Like you decide, okay, I'm, I came out this way, yeah. but you know what? Fuck that. I'm from here. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like rappers or artists or anybody that does that, where they not necessarily from the <clears throat> actual epicenter of the shit, right? But they from a suburb or an outskirt of the shit. Do yeah. you feel like that's an insecurity? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm facing by you. Know what I'm saying like by representing the suburbs is facing that insecurity and and trying to show that like it really don't matter bro like your story is your story that's what matters mm -hmm. the, the truth is what matters I feel like that. And, and if you're able to put a, a specific uh, spot on the map I mean exactly. that's, that's even better for you like that you're gonna be known for that instead of being another artist from Chicago you're gonna be the first yeah. artist from South Island well what the thing is like that I feel like it's hard to understand is that the South suburbs is so like it's Chicago culture like it's very close you mm -hmm. know Chicago's not as spread out as like LA is, yeah. you know, so it's a five minute drive and you win the city. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of small suburbs next to each other. It's not like Carson and Compton where it's right. a whole bunch of big ass cities with their own courthouses and shit, you know? God damn so. this shit is fucking Siri over here, <laughs> fucking tripping. I, I'm looking at everybody else like whose phone, phone is it? Right. <laughs> hey, so okay, so I did Google it and, and it said the village. Like what's the what is the village? Like it's the village of South Holland. Yeah, so you got it's in Thornton Township, and then you got the village of South Holland. You I say, think wait, wait, say that again. Thornton Township is like it's a township. So that's the that's the whole area. So it's Calumet City, Harvey, Dalton, South Holland, Lansing, 
Riverdale, like all these suburbs that are right next to each other. It'd be like the closest thing I can compare it to is the like Gardena, Compton, Carson. That's not suburbs. It's yeah, just but a, it, but, <laughs> it, but like that's what I'm saying. Like it's different. Like but it, okay, it's, I get what you're saying. But it's like it's more. I don't know. It's so we'd be like Moreno Valley. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I kind of, it. but it's smaller. Like Moreno nah, Valley got like three hundred thousand yeah, people it's or large. something. So you know small, like, it's very small. South Carolina got like twenty thousand people. A, a, a town and a township. I I couldn't tell. Like I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna you lie. You just taught me. You just learned me. Some but shit. it's I a Thornton Township, so the high schools is like Thornwood, Thorn Ridge, and Dalton. Thornwood is in South Holland. T Thornton Fractional North is in. Calumet City, Thornton Fractional South is in Lansing. That That's shit it. too confusing, bro. No, so what was the yep. connection between you and uh and Isaiah then? So since he was from Chattanooga, yeah, right? Yeah, YouTube comments. We met on YouTube. Really? When YouTube I was putting comments. out when I was when I was putting out music in high school and it was getting like four hundred views and it was just all people that from Facebook <laughs> and then I went to high school with, he found it and was like, yo, like I really like your stuff. I, I would dope. appreciate your feedback on mine. And he sent me his music, and I really, really liked it. And we just kind of went back and forth, and it got to the point where we would talk on the phone like once or twice a week for hours at a time. And summer 2012, the year before he got signed, I spent like the whole summer with him in Tennessee. Get the fuck out of here. We went on the Smokers Club tour with Juicy J and uh, Joey Badass. Mm. And then he came back to Chicago after that, and we made some records that ended up on my second project, Soundtrack to Armageddon. And um yeah like six months later he got signed. <laughs> Damn that's crazy. So what do you feel out like? Out of nowhere. <laughs> what do you what do you feel like the biggest difference between the projects that you put out previously and, and then uh, this one now? Self awareness. Mm. Like like it's always a journey, but I feel like now I kind of you know like like back then I was like 16, 17, 18 mm. years old, so I was still a kid. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really understand. I I was developing a worldview, where now I'm I'm pretty like sturdy. And like who I am. Was there like a, a a specific awakening that you had? Was there certain moments? Was it you know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a lot of moments, but I think it's it's just a, a process. Like being out here had a lot to do with it. Just being away from my family and just being doing this music stuff all the time, having to walk in rooms and like be myself and make it work and yeah. make it make sense. You know, having that go wrong and wrong and wrong until it go right and being like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, that's how this works, you know? Is the family so, supported? Like, Yeah, you... absolutely. Absolutely. I have a very supportive family. Very, I saw you, I saw you, uh, was it with Q? On the, with yeah, the, 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 the Crash, crash tour. tour. Yep. How was that other than being with ugly motherfuckers? <laughs> it was amazing, man. It was dope. Performing in front of big crowds is always like, this is extremely fun and that was my first time performing a lot of the songs off the album. So, it was do, dope. Do you ever get, obviously you feed off the energy of the crowd. Absolutely. But obviously you're performing in front of a crowd that's not yours. Exactly. Was it discouraging people not knowing the songs or was it like you had a point to prove? It's like I got a point to prove, but it's also like I'm confident in the music and like I've, I've performed in front of big crowds. So I kind of like, I, I look at it like practice, you know, like, because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I got to, I definitely want to show out. I definitely want to see what works and what doesn't work. So it was kind of trial and error. Like, as the shows went on, they got better and better. The last one was the best one. And I remember, like, the first show, I went super hard and was out of breath by the end of my set. So the second show, I didn't go hard at all, but it was, like, too calm. So then you the third show, win right you know what I'm saying? I'm figuring it out. You know, like, it's not facts. It's facts. And then the, uh, <laughs> the last show um, was in Denver. And it's like really hard oh, to breathe out there. I know. My homie's like, man, just breathe. You gotta breathe through your nose, like between everything you say. And I didn't run out of breath. That was literally all I was doing. Was Do you think out. there's a uh, 
I, I, I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to, and uh, they were saying it's when they work out, like you see a lot yeah. of artists and they working out crazy. Yeah. And most people think it's for vanity. Yeah. Most nah. people think like nah. I'm working out. Get your wins. Yeah. I'm working Facts. out to get a six pack. No, I'm working out so I don't yeah. fucking die on stage. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I be I I try I'm not consistent enough, but that's why I go to the gym. It's yeah. for that. Like it was a point in time when I was cause I was like forty pounds lighter like four years ago. Mm. And I was still going to the gym. Uh, on the elliptical or on the treadmill doing what Andre 3000 said they used to run like miles and yeah, rap their lyrics. Cash, yeah. I tried to do that it's very difficult <laughs> but I still I still do it sometimes because you can feel like your breathing patterns like like where you need to control it and, and how you're supposed to breathe and stuff so I seen uh who I seen a documentary I remember watching DMX and DMX was a, a asthmatic yeah right? he has asthma I, I didn't know that a DMX has yeah, asthma. Yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because the 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 more that you excel in the music business, yeah. the longer your fucking set. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. So right now you got the little 20 minute, yeah. 25. Yeah, that's cute. I just did 55 minutes in Chicago though. Get out of my here. Head so I did 55. I, I had my set set up for, I thought it was like 35 minutes, but I was like freestyling in between songs and improvising. That's and like out. Talk, I was Damn. controlling all the lights. And I didn't run out of breath though. Like, I don't know how. Like, But that was my first time having like half the crowd somebody know one of the songs or like they singing everything mm -hmm. you know? so how was it? that's energizing do like, you ever feel like you have to take a break though because i remember yeah. i remember one time i went to a lupe fiasco that's who i went to lupe fiasco show at the house of blues and he had an intermission and uh -huh. i said the nerve of this nigga yo i was but i didn't realize he motherfucker be tired yeah. so you i was know? putting together my set um and I, I i recorded a few interludes for the show and like it's like a Sumatra type shit, you know, like uh, stay in the center, stay centered and stuff. And I'm like, I was like doing some like weird voices in the background, but I did that so that I could fucking take a knee on stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like turn <laughs> the lights off. But breath. it was dope though. It, ma it, yeah. it makes it like a moment, yeah. you know, too. So, you know, for all the artists, artists out there, be creative with your uh, with your stamina. With your wind. <laughs> with your wind preservation. Yeah. yeah. Now, how was for that sure. though? Because you, you were, that was what? The, that was All Star Weekend, right? Yeah. That, well, that was the week before, okay. the weekend before. Gotcha. Yeah, but I was there through All Star Weekend. Gotcha, yeah. man. Um, I mean, how was that? Though? I mean, that to have a lot of that shit going on within the city, and you kind of like now evolving in the music yeah. and, and, and actually doing shit now. So yeah. it's like you, you're running around making things happen. Well, in in, in Chicago, honestly, like it's kind of been like that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but it's definitely at a whole another level now. Mm -hmm. We're like. But in Chicago, it's so small, and like you know, I came up with like Chance the Rapper yeah. and, and Vic missing them, and so we all like with the whole like the whole city. It's like it's way more than people I just named. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, we yeah. all have known each other since before we had any buzz. Crazy. So like we came up together, and we done our faces are known. You know, our names are known. So we usually getting and in Chicago, we know how to finesse into anywhere, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. So that's two, like, two things. Um, what what are some artists that I mean? You just mentioned people you came up with, which made yeah. me think. Who inspires you musically? Um, it could be artist producer, and then also who has like tapped into you and be like, man, I fuck with your shit. That probably threw you off or surprised you. I gotta think about that second one. <laughs> uh, what's it called? I inspiration. Mean, my inspirations, honest. If I'm being dead honest, it's a lot of Kendrick Lamar and Young Thug. And that's a mix. Like, yeah, and it's on it's on purpose too. You type nigga put ketchup on your eggs, huh? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. <laughs> no, hey, 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 put some hey, put some respect on it, man. Okay, all right, for now. sure. <laughs> but hey, um I mean that. it's a lot of stuff. I listen to I listen to everything. Like I listen to like Radiohead. I've been listening to a lot of folk music. Like For real? Yeah, because I like to sing, I like melodies, I like different instruments and mm -hmm. stuff, you know, and I got all that 
really from probably from Kanye. You know, Kanye is a super essential yeah. person with sound. But when you pay attention to what Kanye or like Tyler the Creator is talking about musically, and you start listening to that stuff, like it's like a rabbit hole. Like you find a whole bunch of stuff. But then, I like lately I've been listening to a lot of NBA YoungBoy and like Earl Sweatshirt. Like I listen, I like to listen to both sides, yeah. you know. But also I listen to just a lot of my music. You know, a lot of a lot of it's based on also the things that I have to say and the perspectives I want to get across and things that I feel like people don't be saying that I want to say. Yeah. You know? So what about like somebody that's probably hit you up, DM you, tapped in, or you know, may have mentioned you like so, oh, I listen to So working with working with the uh working with, with TDE, you know, like I'm I'm sure people would think that like I'd be around like all them artists all the time, but I don't. Mm-hmm. And when uh, you know when Kendrick retweeted the album, uh, Musa Musa hit him up first, and Ken, he showed me the text, and, and Kendrick was like, "Man, I meant to hit you up. I've been keeping up with him for the, for these few years. He like he in his bag more than ever. Like that was crazy to see, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I mean, it's not honestly. Either I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting. I'm sure it's been somebody, but that's the only one that really like. Yeah, no, that, that's the that's the one you want. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's, fact. that's the one Especially you want. Especially you inspired yeah. by. Yeah, Kendrick. Now, Kendrick like my favorite rapper of all time. Now a lot of people would assume. I mean, you got you got Musa from TDE managing you. you yeah. You know you you went on a tour with Q. A lot of people would probably assume at this point that you have some affiliation and probably signed by them. Is that something yeah. that's, that's in the works or you thinking about it want to do it or is it kind of just like man I'm I'm doing my own shit right he now ain't well, fucking with well me no, and, <laughs> like me me and Musa kind of came in and um it was something that was spoken about years and years and years mm. ago and we it, we just never got to it I don't think it's something that'll never happen mm. but um it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a family thing you know like um top lets like like gives me a lot of leeway me and Musa a lot of leeway to do a lot of things so it's like having the benefits of being on a label, but it's still not the stamp. Right. I don't know. I really do be, I think about it like on some just like, you know, if it, I'm I'm working to make something like that yeah. make sense, but whatever happens, happens. I think you know, it works like, I'm thankful regardless. Yeah, it works out in the best favor for you. Like, like you just said, you get all of the kind of the perks in a sense without the yeah. stamp, but at the same time. Not all of them. No, but, but you know but, what I'm saying? The affiliate, the, it's perception out there. Yeah, People exactly. Right now, they're exactly. looking at like, oh, he's another one that signed with him. You exactly. know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it works out in your favor and you can still maneuver and move the way you want because I would assume if you wanted to drop something um you say you're working on something you're working yeah. on a new album a few a few like you yeah. whenever you're ready at this point i'm sure with the, throughout a little conversation you can drop it at whenever you want right yeah yeah exactly so exactly. that's the that's the benefit yeah i want to ask you uh before the actual before the huge glow up because mm-hmm. i want to be able to go back and reference this all right let me how important to you are accolades and recognition grammys and academy i mean not academy um what do you call it what's the production shit I don't know. I well, forgot awards. Just awards. How important yeah. are, are awards to you um, being acknowledged by your peers, other musicians, stuff like that? How important um, is that to Kimba? Awards, not at all. Like, so you don't give a fuck if you ever win a Grammy? I would like to win a Grammy, but I don't I don't think it's like any like I don't know. It is. It, it's not. I watched it go bad so many times. You know, it's like I I can't put too much into that. Gotcha. Because I'll really be broken, and it and I know it don't make sense. It's one of those things we do where like you know this is like yeah. something off about this. Billboard. But you still That's what I was thinking. Billboard music. Yeah. Awards, no. Like American know, Music Awards. Like I wanna like, like I have I have a goal to win a Grammy, but like that's not what I make music for at all. You okay. know. And then with other artists, I think that matters to me a little bit more. But it's really for the people. You know, like with with artists is like. You know, I understand artists like it's it's not like uh like we're all doing 
the same shit. We're living the same life. Mm-hmm. It's for like the regular people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so if artists do resonate with it, I feel like that's dope because it resonates with the their humanity. You know, like the looking up having artists or caring whether or not artists really like my shit, I feel like it's kind of like a vain thing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, he has status. Like, so I want him to like my shit. You know, so. Now, do you have any affiliation uh, with the nation at all? What? The nation of Islam? Islam. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> Why you I, ask? The X. That's all. X. Uh, I, nah. I know somebody, it was somebody else I know that put an X on it. It was an homage to, you know, Malcolm and stuff like that. So I was Yeah. Like, yeah, so. Yeah, no, that's that's because my, my uh, last name is not from anybody that I'm biologically related to. Uh-huh. That's why I did that. Yeah. Okay. And that was something I did before I rapped. So your legal last name is X? No, no. I'm saying like when I started writing poetry and was like making social media accounts and stuff. Got you. Like I was like, I was putting my full name. You know, you put your name yeah, in on Twitter yeah. and they make that your at name and yeah, stuff, yeah, especially yeah, sure. way back. And I changed it to like Kimbe X. Oh, okay. That. So okay. That, that's really, I think it came from Twitter and I was writing poetry and I was signing it, Kimbe X. That's interesting. You should, yeah. you should, you know, let that be known. That's yeah. interesting. I just did. Just did. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there a name before Kimbe X? No. So when you first, no, when you I was like, like fourteen. Music, even <laughs> even like poetry and stuff like that. When you're going, like when you're going by a moniker, that was that was it. King Bay yeah. X was the only one. He had another rap name before. No, I did. He was I, like I little, really little pocket lint. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> little, I wish. Little pocket lint. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I'm think I'm thinking about uh uh starting another side rap career as Mercedes Bands though. That's what? my idea. Hey man, it's you not supposed to make sense. Yeah, it's. I mean, niggas don't know it's, it's gonna be my face. It's gonna be a different name. Got you. Fuck it. Why not? Hey, so. Hey, <laughs> man, do what you want to do. Hey, you did the shit with the last project and it, it it popped, it worked, and, you know, you got a lot of people paying attention. What What's the next project that you're working on right now? So, uh, the idea is called Matrix Breaker, mm-hmm. and the idea is just like, um, kind of like genre bending and also just, like I said, like the perspective and saying things. I feel like my characters, I say things that people wouldn't normally say. You know, I, I play too much, but I'm also like a. a a serious person like I'm into philosophy and like mm-hmm. you know learning like I'm the type of person that might get too deep at a party yeah. <laughs> like, like, the, and then yeah. also and then also but then also like be really drunk and belligerent right. and say some wild ass they shit don't, also, they don't know, you know which which side they like get. so part of part of my thing like what I'm trying to hone in on is like this whole full-time king part-time dumbass idea that I have wow. but that's my thing I'm running with that just yeah so you know. well I said it so niggas gonna no, know no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna run with it before this come out but I'm just letting you know that I'm gonna take that and I'm not giving you at least I'm telling you to your face hey, the, hey this is all recorded. I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> but no, so the project is called Matrix Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm working on like two other projects. The Matrix Breaker project is done, but I don't know if I want to put out as long of a project as it is. So now I'm in the phase of like, how do I, like we done made transitions and all this stuff. It's like, how do we organize this? Like, how do I really want to approach it? Because I want this year to be my like 2007 Wayne year where mm-hmm. I just put out like hella shit. You know what I'm saying? I want people to look back and be like, 2020, Kembe was working his ass off. Now, where's the fine line between um, oversaturating and and making sure that the because at this time it's a content game, so you yeah. kind of have to give people that shit. But yeah. at the same time, how do you not get burnt out and not like overdo it? I don't think people get burnt out if people like you. If people like what you do, you don't get burnt out. People that's only get burnt out if they think you suck. That's you know not what I mean? true. I don't, at least from the way I look at it, you know, like maybe maybe on like a big, huge, major commercial yeah. scale. Yeah. But like that's not really. Drake doesn't suck. 
Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I don't like people talk a lot of shit about Drake, but people ain't burn out on Drake, bro. Every time Drake drop, we're all gonna listen to it. Facts. You feel me? He's not. He's it's he's, like we talk shit. He's amazing. But is he we're really burnt out? Yeah. He's amazing. Sometimes, well, I work at the radio station. You feel? So, me? You know, I might be a little biased. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, damn, more Drake. Right. So sue me, goddammit. <laughs> but no, nah, like I think um, that's a good question, and I think that really like it's about it's about volume, and then. Giving the people a break. Mm. I feel like Tory Lanez is good at doing that. Gotcha. Like, it's it's a few artists that are really good at for the for these six to eight months. I'm finna be flooding you, this and then I'm constant. finna go away for like four to six months, and I'm finna come back mm. for six to eight months. I feel like Gucci Mane did that for a period. Like the Migos did that. Yeah, Gucci you know. was jail, so yeah, that's true. Do, don't do and no bullshit. Two million push-ups and six million burpees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you, you also mentioned about how, you know, this project with was something that resonated with most people at this point, right? Yeah. So what what was something that somebody reached out to you and was like, that kind of touched you the most? Like, damn, like, I never th- I never thought my music would get to this person. Not necessarily the person itself, but the story. Like, did somebody hit you and say, man, you saved my life because of this happened or what? It's, it's like, for the first three months like to this day I still get messages like that and really it's the volume of how many messages wow. I get like that like some some uh, teacher in China said that he just put 500 kids on 500 of his students on with my music and the get kids started hitting me up saying that China. like yeah these Chinese kids hit me up telling me about like how the coronavirus is like people really can't go outside and like they've been in the house like listen to my music and they're gonna send me videos and I'm listening to it and stuff and like they're the the main thing that I'm getting is that you know like people people appreciate that it's uh I'm touching on those hard topics but it's not like a depressing album right right you know because that's what I wanted to do like that's something that falls into the matrix breaker thing it's like okay this album is about depression but depression is not like a, a um it's not like a one dimensional thing mm-hmm. you know like depression like includes mania which means you have times where you're like happy and like in a way that don't make sense or you seem happy and you just up and being extra like that's like what scoreboard is you know like parts of i love that song by the way parts like bro that was literally me like in the studio by myself for some reason i was in a great mood Mm. for no reason and i made a dumbass song i was just yelling into the microphone and like i named it kimbe is a dumbass (laughs) because like i thought it was so stupid and i was mad that it was fire Mm. you feel me and like i think that's like that what I get in, in my DMs is people like, you know, like I feel understood mm-hmm. listening to this album. Now, how hands-on are you when it comes to the music, uh, the the Sonic part, the Sonics part of like production? Are, are you like that type with, I, I gotta have a beat like this and you're in there with the producer making shit or like, are you just kind of... It's like half and half. Okay. Like sometimes, like some songs, like I pick the sound and I sing the melody, mm-hmm. like for anyways. Like songs, I write some songs with no beat, okay. so I'm very hands-on. But then sometimes I just get a fire beat and Let's like go and just go over it. You know, like right now, the stuff I'm making right now though, like it's like mainly one producer, the guy Wolf who produced voices. Mm. And um we're doing we're like I'm like picking the sample. A, a lot of the songs we start just making play him playing acoustic guitar and I'll sing. Mm. And then like we'll find sounds together and like pick the drums and pick the textures we want to use, the effects we want to use, all that. But that's a new thing for me. It's something I always wanted to do, but now I understand it more it, than ever. Is it hard for you to kind of like go in between projects and like say you say you're working on three different things right now? Yeah. Do you go in and say I'm gonna finish this and then go to the next? No, I have like, ADD. I can't. I can't uh, do it okay. like that. Like I have to be all over the place. Uh-huh. And like I have to do more than one thing at a time, or else I get stuck, and then I won't do anything, and that don't help nobody. So when you so, say you, you, when you were saying you pop Adderall, like like that's for 
Yeah, I mean, I don't anymore. Okay. But like, that was a like, I probably stopped when I stopped smoking weed, which was like 2016, 2017. Okay. But that's like the period I'm talking about. Gotcha. It's 2016 gotcha. to like the middle of 2018 when okay. I stopped doing Xanax. Got it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, look, man, I I, I look forward to seeing like a lot. <laughs> Get my stuff. album. I was depressed until I made this. Please do that, man. And we look forward to seeing what happens with you in the future, man. We Stream always ask it. this one thing, man. What's one thing that you can't end without Kimba X doing what? Ooh, performing in Australia and New Zealand. Why yes, specifically sir. those places? Because they so far. And I just I just Bro, always wanted to go. The moon is there. further. Yeah, I mean, but that's I'm not I'm not gonna make that my goal for twenty twenty. You, know I mean? hey, you know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with Elon Musk. He can make that shit happen. <laughs> I'm trying to get that Elon Musk feature. Fuck you talking about follow your vibe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, Kimbe, man, appreciate you coming through, man. Homegrown radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and we out. Love.